What is up, friends? It is Lex B. Welcome to the For Such a Time as This podcast. And that is because I want to remind you each and every time you listen to this that just like my girl Esther needed the reminder, perhaps you were created for such a time as this. And I believe that there is so much purpose and goodness placed on your life and you're truly here right now today for a reason. So welcome to today's episode. I'm Lex B. Let's jump right into it. This is something I've been wanting to talk about for so long. It's been on my heart and finally I'm getting around to it. But I've been thinking about this idea of Jesus being 25 for a very long time. So the idea of Jesus at 25, what was he like? And I don't know about you guys, but when I turned 20, I remember saying to my friends, guys, I feel like this is going to be the biggest decade of our lives. This is the most exciting. This is where we find out who we're going to marry, what we're going to be, what we're going to do in life, where we're going to live. This is where we figure all of that out. And I really had good intentions saying that I was excited and and I was really ready to see what God was going to do in this decade of my life. However, I think as you start to get a few years into your 20s, um, you, you, you start to look at that goal and say, hmm, okay, maybe this is not unraveling just like I thought it would. So I would go on Facebook and I would see these posts that was like Michael Jordan was doing this at 20 or JK Rowling was doing this at 23. It was talking about how they hadn't fully come into the successful phase of their life that we all view them and see them in now. And it would be really encouraging to me like, yeah, look at all these other successful people that were struggling in their early 20s. So, you know, maybe I'm okay too. And it's always really great to see that encouragement. I think there's a lot of truth in that. However, I started to think, well, what was Jesus doing when he was my age? Because yeah, I can go to the library. I can get a full story, a full biography on any person I want. But when it comes to Jesus, we have the Bible praise Jesus. Thank you, God. But we have his birth and then we have his ministry. And that leaves a lot of time in between where I don't know what he was doing. And I don't know about you, but I want all the details. I want to know who was Jesus taking to prom? What was he doing on his Friday nights? I want to know every single detail. And this is one of those things in the Bible, like dating. Dating, we don't find a lot of stuff about that in the Bible, and it can be frustrating for those of us that are looking for some direction in that. And again, this is one of those things where I'm like, God, maybe we should have put some more about Jesus's childhood and growing up in here. I would love that information. I would just love to see what he was doing on a daily basis. I need vlogs of Jesus being my age. I think that would be amazing. But we don't get that. Like I said, we get his birth and then we get his ministry. So so what was he doing in between? I find myself a lot of the times questioning if I'm missing God's will for my life and just really struggling to find that. You know, when I summarize what I was feeling when I turned 20, it's like I felt like God's will for my life and for me was just going to be placed on a silver platter in front of me. 
And so I find myself a lot of the day saying, God, what is your will for my life? And and why do I feel like I'm not finding it? So I want to start by talking about what exactly is God's will for our life. Now, I believe that whatever you end up doing, wherever you end up going in your life, God has purpose and has good things there for you. However, I think when it comes down to the very basics, God's will for our lives is to know him and be in relationship with him. It really doesn't matter what we're doing, you know, as far as a job goes or where we're going, where we're moving to. The ultimate purpose of our life is to be in relationship with him and to know him um, and to just have that relationship and love him. There are a few verses in the Bible that really challenge me to change my mindset on what God's will for my life is. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18 is one of those. So I am reading out of my New Living Translation Bible. So this is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. It says, Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. I feel like that personally really challenges me because to me, I'm thinking, God, what is your will for my life? What job am I supposed to have? Am I pursuing the right career? Am I supposed to be living in a different part of the country? Am I supposed to be involved in different things? And that gives me a lot of anxiety and that's where my stress comes from. Yet in 1 Thessalonians here, it's describing God's will for us as being joyful, as always praying, being thankful And that is God's will for us. And how do we do those? We be in relationship with Christ and and we know him and we serve him and we love him. And so it just really challenges my mindset on what exactly I'm supposed to do here and what his will is for me. So I just want to encourage you in that, that if you don't know exactly what you're supposed to be doing right now and you feel a little lost, I just want to encourage you that God's will for you is to first and foremost seek him. So seek him, allow his presence to fill you with joy, continue to be prayerful, continue to be thankful in all circumstances. As we do things like that in relationship with Christ, we're living out his will for us every single day. And we have this idea in our head of what we're supposed to be doing to be successful at this age but really these are the things that that we should be striving to do which is is challenging and it's a challenge to me but it's also really cool that God doesn't ultimately care exactly what my job is or this or that he cares about these things and I think that is really beautiful So these things give me a little bit of an idea of what Jesus was doing at 25. I think that at 25, Jesus was being a carpenter, that Jesus was just living his life, but he was growing in his relationship with his father. He was serving God. He was being joyful, prayerful, thankful. He was doing all these things that they mentioned in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. He knew what was coming ahead because he was God, but in that time frame, he probably was just pursuing his relationship with God, and that's really cool. And so that's something I want to challenge myself to do in this season. 
The next thing I want to talk about is something I notice a lot in our age group. And for me, I am single. I'm not entirely sure where my career is going at this point. And there's a lot of things I feel like I'm waiting on or like I'm behind on. But at times, I just really feel like I'm in this season of waiting. Like, God, uh, where is the JLM or where is a career that I'm really going to feel passionate about and and feel like I'm successful at. And I just haven't had those experiences quite yet. And what I've noticed is I look at myself and I'm like, oh, well, of course I feel that way because I'm single and so many of my friends aren't or because I haven't quite figured out my career yet and a lot of my friends have. But what I've noticed is that it doesn't matter what point in your life you're at in your 20s you always feel like you should be striving for more or that maybe you're behind because I have friends who are engaged and feel like they should be further ahead than they are with this or that and I have friends who are married who feel like they should be taking next steps that maybe they haven't yet but their friends have and so I I think it's just this tool, honestly, by the enemy to make us feel like we're constantly behind and to get us to compare ourselves to others and feel like we're constantly waiting and, and, and not sure what's going to come next. If you guys know me, you know that I love music and I feel like God speaks to me sometimes the most, or at least I feel connected to God the most through worship music. I have just always been a music person and worship just really, really makes me feel connected to God. And can we just talk about the old church basement album for a minute, people, because that has just been giving me life this year. Truly, if you have not checked it out, Mav City and Elevation Worship went off on this album. It is amazing. It is such encouraging music that makes you feel just God's presence every time you listen to it. It is a beautiful album, but there is a song. Is it Wait On You? Oh my gosh, guys, hold on. I'm gonna have to open up my Spotify. Do you know how many times I've probably listened to this song and now I'm like, is it Wait On You? Let's see. Yes, it is. Okay, wait on you. This song, guys. Yes, featuring Dante Bowie. Bo? Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm going to figure that out for the next episode. And Chandler Moore, guys, this song. This song really gets to me. But at the end of it, they're just proclaiming Isaiah 40, 31, kind of over and over again. And I'm going to read the King James version because that's the version that most aligns with the song. This is Isaiah 40 verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up like wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's what happens when you wait. Okay, that last part is not in the Bible, but it is in the song. So again, check out the song. But this part of the song always encourages me. And it made me realize the other day that this verse is very contradicting to what we learn in our lives and from society. This says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I don't know about you, but that is not what I'm hearing up on Instagram 
and all of the social medias and from the rest of the world shall renew their strength. Those are the people that put forth the most effort and that are the most successful and are doing the most. But this says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. How is it that by waiting, we're renewing our strength? And that is, that's a completely new idea to me. I don't know about you, but to me, I'm like, wow. So waiting upon the Lord, that's going to give me strength. So I just want to encourage you that if you have been like me and you feel like you are behind in fill in the blank, whatever season of your life you're in, if you feel like you have been waiting on the Lord, you have it right here. You can trust him that he will renew your strength and God is a good God. And I believe that he is going to bring blessings and, and fruit and good things out of this season of waiting for you. And we say it all the time, but it truly is all about God's timing. And, and we just have to continue to believe that. So whatever your season you're in, if you're waiting on the Lord, honey, we're going to keep waiting and he's going to keep renewing our strength. I don't know how that works, but the Bible, it says it right here. So I'm going to believe it. And Dante and Chandler were singing it to me. So I'm like, okay, yes, we are going to be renewing all of our strength as we are waiting on the Lord in our 20s. Let's go. Thank you, Jesus. And again, I want to bring this back around to what was Jesus doing at 25? So if you think about it, Jesus's ministry began in his 30s. So that's when we read about the gospels. That's when Jesus is doing all his miraculous signs. And if you watch The Chosen, that's when all these cool things are happening is in his 30s. And, and 25 was kind of right before that. And Jesus was fully human, but also fully God. And so I can't help but think that he knew what was coming. He knew what was ahead because he's fully God, yet he knew that prior to that season of his calling, you know, coming into fruition of him saving us all, he was just living a quote-unquote normal life. He was waiting upon the Lord. And I feel like at times he had to have been like, God, come on, I just want to heal this person or do that. But God kept saying, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. And when he did say, now's the time, the greatest story of all time unfolded. Um, and I believe that God has a great story that's going to unfold in your life too. So I just want to encourage you today that Jesus at 25, I think he was just doing his thing. He was building his relationship with God. He was waiting on the Lord think he was honestly probably doing and feeling a lot of the things we're feeling feeling like oh, okay I'm ready to just get to the good part or I'm ready to find out what's going to happen and I think a lot of us feel that way but hey Jesus was in the same boat I feel like to some extent and he's obviously in our boat too so I pray that as you continue to wait on the Lord that you feel him renewing your strength um I pray that as you go through your 20s, just like I am, you are reminded that you have all you need in Christ and in that relationship with him is where you'll find the most fulfillment. And I pray that you believe that he truly has incredible things ahead and in store for you. And I can't wait to see that um, for all of us to see what he does next. 
Thank you so much for joining me today for this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and take some time today to remind yourself that perhaps you were created for such a time as this. Thank you, friends. Everyone have an amazing day. Go get them. Always remember, God's got it.